Hey everybody, this is Quithaint. It's been a while since I've been po uh, podcasting, but I'm back. Um, had an interesting set of holidays, but that's not the issue. Even though I got some really good art books, I got the Deluxe Collector's Pack of the Art of D&D that came with the um, tin and everything. And um, I also got Art of the Dragon, along with um, some Brian Stroud stuff. The thing I want to talk about today is hobgoblins. Uh, for the longest, they've been drawn like they are caricatures of samurai. And I wanted not to go in that direction. It's bad enough that I've got uh, wuxia um, subsetting in my online game, where I'm shamelessly and inappropriately blending multiple Asian cultures into one... Americanized stew, um, but I'm going to be running a uh, convention game soon that happens to feature hobgoblins, and I did not want to do that. For one thing, it's in a quasi-European setting, not too far off from uh, beneath the Fallen Tower, in an abandoned mine that the hobgoblins have moved into and started taking over a smelting process. Why? Because there's still some silver ore, and they want to get rich. Um, so, one thing that I do all the time is I'm looking at Pinterest to find realistic-looking suits of armor. And along the way, I've discovered that there were arguments about whether or not Bandit or Splint Mail existed. There was a shitload of that stuff, and it was a precursor to the manufacture of plate mail, partly because the furnace technology did not allow people to cast large pieces of iron. So you may do it smaller pieces, link them together, made lamellar armor out of it. And anyway, one of the types of lamellar armor was worn by Vikings and also everybody in Northeastern Europe. So there's some excellent pieces out there of Russian, Slavic, and Polish armor that is really nice to look at. And I decided, let me make my hobgoblins wear that. I did some modifications. I mean, pointy helmets with the horsehair top, eh, not so much. Swoop back ones that come to a point behind, kind of like Githyanki hair, which I could have sworn was a helmet all along because of the number of lines on the cover of the Fiend Folio, but I communicated with Russ, and it was actually supposed to be hair shellacked up like a punk's. Uh, who knew? In any case, that's the shape of the helmet. Kind of like a Phrygian cap without the fold. Um, and with the faces masked, kind of like a baklava, with chainmail hanging down from the eye sockets. Making them look kind of clannish in a way. You kind of know they're bad guys right off. But just weird. And also kind of heavily armored. I'm running the game in GURPS DF, and Scale Mail's got DR of 3. Um, Dungeon Fantasy role-playing game proper has hobgoblins be stupid and brutish and wear shitty leather armor, which is DR of 2. But I'm trying to introduce people to the mechanics of the game while using a lot of the tropes of AD&D, which is where I started. So I'm making them like and not like what you anticipate them being. And I was initially going the samurai route with it, and then I started thinking about what their culture would have that's similar in both circumstances. 
So I've got my hobgoblin women wearing layers of embroidered clothing that they're making their goblin slaves embroider for them. At the same time, the menfolk are having the goblin slaves mine for silver, which actually means mining for lead, which means you've got goblins who've got large vats of boiling lead, which is going to be a wonderful hazard. But you've got, um, it's an entirely different style of embroidered robe. It's not an obi. It, it's not um, a kimono. It is something different. And I'm using the Viking stylings of where their weapons would be worn. And the women all wear weapons. And everyone who's supervisory carries a whip of some kind. I recently made a post about what the nature of evil was, and my decision is that people don't generally radiate evil unless they've made a pact with fiends. That's it. Period. There's no um, other way. If you're an anti-paladin, yes, you detect as evil. If you're a bloodthirsty, sadistic person who kicks puppies, you're not evil. You're just an asshole. And that's how I'm going to run it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Enjoy your games, however they are, and check my blog for upcoming depictions of some of this art that's eventually going to get released as an OSR product, since unlike Douglas Cole, I don't have a license for this stuff. Happy gaming.